0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Rise very quickly into the mid to upper 50s, easily the best of the week. I'm 7 News, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're down
1: to 35 in Fairfax, 37 in College Park, 42 in downtown D.C.
2: At 659.
1: You're listening to WTOP,
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
1: WTOP News, facts matter. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson.
0: And I'm Ian
2: Kramer. Coming up.
1: Breaking news Three people are in the hospital after being hit by a car outside the courthouse in Rockville.
2: There are claims the driver was on the other side of a court case as the victims of the crash.
1: We'll get you a live update from the scene.
2: We are hearing from more D.C. leaders tonight, just one night after it was announced the Caps and Wizards could be moving to Alexandria. And
1: Metro's general manager has some interesting comments about all this.
2: Also tonight. In downtown D.C., if the caps and wizards do go away, it's going to take away the excitement. I'm Nick Linelli. And for the second
1: time this year, presidential motorcade royally messed up traffic.
2: Seven o'clock. This is the CBS World News Roundup, pushing senators for a national security package.
3: The Senate will return on Monday.
2: Terror plot against Jewish targets in Europe foiled. The
3: threat is as serious as it gets
2: growing american waistlines we've seen american eating habits get worse This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuiper. The accusation tonight that those terror suspects have direct ties to the same militant group Israeli forces have been battling since October 7th massacre that killed more than 1,200 people. Authorities in Denmark and Germany arrest a number of people they suspect are Hamas leaders plotting those attacks on Jews in Europe. CBS's Charlie Daggett has the latest.
3: German anti-terror teams say they arrested three men in Berlin while police in the Netherlands detained a suspect in Rotterdam, all accused of being longstanding Hamas members connected to its military wing. Denmark also announcing arrests, although it's not clear whether they're connected. Following raids, prosecutors say the suspects plan to store weapons in Berlin for possible attacks against Jewish targets in Europe.
2: Meanwhile, President Biden warns Israel that it's time to scale back the war in Hamas. In Gaza, that is. He asked was asked about it during a visit to the National Institutes of Health. I
4: want them to be focused on how to save civilian lives. Not stop going after Hamas, but be more careful.
2: The Senate will delay its holiday break to work on a border deal with Republicans so Democrats get more aid for Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer... That
1: will give negotiators from the White House... Senate Democrats, Senate Republicans, a time to work through the weekend in an effort to reach a framework agreement.
2: Russian President Vladimir Putin says there will be no peace in Ukraine until Moscow achieves its goals. Putin also suggests the West is growing weary of supporting the war. The White House criticizes GOP lawmakers for not passing more Ukraine aid. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby.
0: Putin is challenging the very international order that we helped build. He's challenging the U.N. charter. He's challenging the very notion of sovereignty. He's challenging democracy itself.
2: The House has passed a defense policy bill that authorizes the biggest pay raise for troops in more than two decades. Supporters overcame objections from some conservatives concerned it didn't do enough on cultural issues, such as restricting the Pentagon's diversity initiatives and gender-affirming health care for transgender service members. The Senate had already overwhelmingly passed the bill on Wednesday, so now it goes to President Biden's desk to be signed into law. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 158 points, another record day for the Dow. Now this.
1: Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. Seven oh three here on WTOP. It's Thursday evening, December fourteenth, twenty twenty three, and thirty seven degrees this hour at College Park. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sodas with the top local stories we're following this hour.
3: Breaking news on WTOP.
1: Three people are hospitalized after being hit by a car outside a courthouse in Rockville. And it's not believed this was just any ordinary crash. Let's go live to Near the Scene and WTOP's Scott Gelman this evening.
5: Yeah, Dimitri, I am here in Rockville where right now there are more questions than there are answers. We've been asking Rockville City Police who are leading this investigation. What exactly went on here this afternoon? I'm here standing in front of World of Beer. There's the Regal Movie Theater and this is where Rockville City Police tell us that around 2.30 on East Montgomery Avenue here in Rockville that several people, those three people hospitalized after a pedestrian crash and of course we are also near the Montgomery County Circuit Courthouse and not a whole lot of other information beyond that. We are calling and checking. Twitter, the X account of the Rockville City Police Department. They have not provided any updates since just after four o'clock regarding this incident. I've also gone into some of these businesses to see if anybody saw what unfolded here earlier this afternoon. Unfortunately, many folks saying it was either during their shift change, they were just coming in, or they weren't authorized to speak to us, and we also don't know whether the driver involved in this pedestrian crash stayed at the scene, so a lot of questions and not a whole lot of answers, but we do know, Dimitri, as you said, three people in the hospital after this pedestrian crash here in Rockville, and of course, we'll continue to ask questions of the Rockville City Police Department and bring you updates as we get them. Reporting live in Rockville tonight, Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
1: Scott, I don't know if you want to join me on air in this, but our whole purpose here at WTOP is to provide information, and if uh, Rockville police are not able to give us the information. How can we possibly do our jobs? Isn't it time for somebody to send an email, put something out on X, or explain what's going on here?
5: It is a bit challenging, Demetri, in this particular case, just because there are a whole lot of questions. And uh, from what we've been told so far, not answering questions, the Rockville City Police Department are not answering questions about whether this person is still out there, whether they know who this person is, whether this person has been caught. And I should say this is not an active scene anymore here in Rockville. Again, I'm standing near the Regal Movie Theater, and it's just like a, an ordinary Thursday night. Uh, basically, looks like nothing ever happened. Where we understand earlier today there was a very active scene, uh, law enforcement as well as fire officials and first responders. Uh, and again, Dimitri will continue asking those questions and hope to provide everybody with an update as we learn a little bit more.
1: That is WTOP Scott Gelman live in Rockville. Reaction still pours in tonight about the Wizards and Capitals potential move to Northern Virginia. Monumental Sports in Virginia have been in talks about a deal to build a $2 billion sports and entertainment district in the Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. The night before the official announcement, D.C.'s mayor offered half a billion dollars to help revamp Capital One Arena. But D.C. Councilmember Charles Allen is telling us here on WTOP with Sean and Ann earlier, despite him urging city leaders to focus on the much-needed repairs at Capital One Arena back in August, he saw the city's official offer at the same time everybody else did.
3: The first time that I or my colleagues ever saw a proposal on paper was the same time you saw that. That was hours after the deal had been made in Virginia. So I don't know where the urgency was. I don't know where the aggressive strategy was. I think that is deeply concerning. It was what I tried to warn about months ago is that we needed to focus on this. Rather than focusing on the shiny object, which would be a less fruitful deal for D.C.'s economy, we needed to focus on Cap One Arena and that didn't happen. And I think that's why we find ourselves where we are.
1: The deal between Monumental Sports owner Ted Leont and Virginia still allows him to continue to bargain with D.C. if he chooses to. This is new tonight on WTOP. As big a deal as was made about the Potomac Yard Metro being a huge reason the teams want to move to Virginia, apparently nobody actually contacted Metro before yesterday's announcement. General Manager Randy Clark says tonight nobody even called him. Clark tells our partners at 7 News he was not involved in any discussions related to the project, and Metro, as you may know, is warning of major service cuts next year. If it doesn't get 700 $150 million to keep the trains and buses operating. Well, how do people who live around Capital One Arena right now feel? about the Caps and Wizards possibly moving away. WTOP's Nick Ionelli gets reaction.
3: I definitely wish they would stay because I know this area is going to go downhill probably.
2: That is the general feeling we're getting here from people who live right around the corner from Capital One Arena. They tell WTOP when there's a Wizards or a Caps game, it's a fun atmosphere and they don't want to lose that.
6: It actually does feel pretty busy. You see tons of people in jerseys and walking around taking the metro. I think it's good for public transit. Um, It feels pretty energetic and active and even though it's not necessarily people who live in this neighborhood it's got good energy that was
4: pretty exciting man pretty upbeat a lot of traffic and just awesome people man you know people from all cultures and walks of life full of smiles full of joy when they win they're happy go lucky in the
2: district's nick linelli
4: wtop news
1: we will continue to watch this whole issue for you on wtop coming up here one restaurant group says if the caps and whiz are gone from chinatown it will close up shop too. 708 Michael and son's heating tune up for only 59 dollars Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, it's time for Bob Imler in the Traffic Center.
4: In Virginia, 395 northbound at Duke Street, there is a crash, and you're getting by single file to the right now. The responders have arrived there getting past this crash. It's slow from the beltway getting up to that point. Outer loop is heavy and slow from at least Van Dorn getting to the Wilson Bridge in the delay after Van Dorn had a minor crash, and that is now on the shoulder. Outer loop beltway after Arlington Boulevard, the crash is on the right shoulder, still very slow on the outer loop through Tyson's. Headed down past 66 toward Arlington Boulevard. The team at the 495 Express Lanes wants you to know you can save time by getting into the Express Lanes now. Things are generally good to go on 66. Heaviest traffic is eastbound getting in through Falls Church. And westbound, you do slow a bit getting out through Fair Lakes. Northbound 395 bogs down quite a bit. Beginning before Boundary Channel heading into town. And Interloop, that is quite slow. Beginning before Route 7 headed past the Dulles Toll Road toward the American Legion Bridge, and then off and on up to 270. Maryland through Bethesda, Silver Spring starting to wind down just a bit, though. And the same on the Prince George's side of the Beltway, 95 BW Parkway. Still some volume delays there. And 70 eastbound before the Baltimore Beltway had a crash, And that is tying up things headed for 695-270, running pretty well for the most part. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. We're going to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist.
0: A chilly evening and a cold start for Friday. We're going to be starting out in the 20s to around 30 degrees again. Sunshine for your Friday afternoon, a gorgeous day. As temperatures rise into the mid to upper 50s, we've got four days, in fact. It's going to be just as warm, but only Friday and Saturday will be pretty nice. We've got the next Weather maker bringing some windswept rain to the area on Sunday and Monday could get over an inch. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, Georgetown 41, Bowie 34, Leesburg
1: 36 degrees. Could be all the way down to 29 in some of our coolest suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Ian Crawford. Washingtonian Magazine reports that Clyde's
4: Restaurant Group may pull out of Gallery Place if the planned move of the Capitals and the Wizards to Northern Virginia goes through. The Biden administration will impose inflation penalties on
3: dozens of drug makers. Reuters reporting it's part of the Inflation Reduction Act. It penalizes drug manufacturers for charging prices that rise faster than inflation for people on Medicare. A record close for the Dow up 158 points. The S&P up 12.
1: The Nasdaq up 28. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. Asia Pacific markets are mixed early on here. Stay with us on WTOP. This report is sponsored by
3: your local Red Cross. The American Red Cross helps thousands of local families every year, providing relief and care after home fires and other disasters. Visit RedCross.org this holiday season to
1: make a donation and help out your neighbors in need. Coming up on WTOP, if you saw any pictures of the Beltway from overhead, it looked a lot like Los Angeles today. It may still be the case in some places. Major tie-ups. Earlier this afternoon, because of another presidential motorcade, we are going in-depth with WTOP traffic reporter Dave Dildine in minutes, now seven twelve.
6: Here's Gary Grider, the HPC division leader on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4.
4: We're working in a fair amount of areas in, you know, driving memory bandwidths and smart memory control mechanisms, things like that, to be able to build machines in the future that enable us to solve problems
6: that we couldn't contemplate solving today. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. Four Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit F-O-U-R-I-N-C
1: Coming up, could the landmark announcement by Ted Leonsis, the owner of the Caps and Whiz, actually be good news for Commanders fans? Sports in 10 minutes with Steve Dresner on WTOP. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important
5: role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP.
0: There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy and that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on health care in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the health care system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To
5: hear more of the discussion, including
0: challenges facing
5: family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's traveling to the holiday family dinner in an efficient Accord Hybrid, or heading to a hike to burn it off in a powerful CRV Hybrid, find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Accord Hybrid and 2024 CRV Hybrid. See
1: dealer for financing details.
0: Top News. WTOP. Facts matter.
1: Now 715. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. If the two teams, the Washington Wizards and Caps, do move to Potomac Yard in Alexandria, they will be neighbors to a Virginia Tech campus that's currently under construction. Digital expertise is
5: pervasive
3: in absolutely everything we do.
5: Marco Ocharski with Virginia Tech says the innovation campus will open next year. Its focus has been on computer science and engineering, the kind of technical talent that Amazon and Boeing need. Well, yesterday, something big happened right next door. He can envision lots of partnerships with- monumental sports and entertainment. Everything from selling tickets to giving a coaching staff the data analyzed about the opponent when it's 78% humidity on a three-quarter full moon. That's the kind of world in which we live. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Well,
1: chances are if you're meeting somebody for dinner at this hour or you're about to get home to greet your family, most everybody will be talking about just one thing, getting stuck in traffic today and tonight. For the third time this year, President Biden's motorcade caused local traffic to freeze up The roadways are recovering now. Of course, you're never more than 10 minutes from a traffic report on the 8th here on WTOP. We've got another one coming up in about three minutes. But joining us live right now, WTOP traffic reporter Dave Dildine. Dave, welcome back. Uh, Take us back to the early afternoon. I believe it was in the 2 p.m. hour. What happened? Because I was listening to your reports, and at first they were vague because you only had a little bit of information, and then they became much more detailed.
3: You're right. I sort of whimsically issued a motorcade watch having a general sketch of what might play out, but you never really know, even based on the White House schedule, where sure enough, just like earlier this year, up the George Washington Parkway, down the Interloop, and through Montgomery County. Big delays resulted. It was stopped for about, I think, about 30 minutes or so, all told. But the after-effects lingered deep into rush hour.
1: And I don't know if I was a direct victim of this. I was trying to go north on the GW Parkway from Alexandria up into D.C., and it was jammed there, too. It's logical that that may have been an
3: extension of this. Oh, sure, yeah. Coming out of D.C., they'll hold northbound traffic back at the Potomac River bridges, yeah.
1: So then uh, uh, how did it unfold, and, and the president's return trip, how, how did it affect? I don't want to say every driver on the road, but many drivers.
3: Yeah, uh, it has a a vast impact regionally on many major commuting routes, the GW Parkway included. This specific route takes it up to Walter Reed and uses the northwest quadrant of the Beltway, which is obviously quite a busy road, especially on the fringes of rush hour. Uh, Big impacts uh, were felt deep into Tyson's, and again, on a regional level, not just on the Beltway, but on many routes nearby. And what happens? Why is it that something, that uh, is going on in the 2 o'clock hour uh, affects a driver who didn't leave the office until 5 or 6. It causes a backlog, the ripple effect, as you get more input input on the beltway and nearby, more commuters hitting the road, maybe unaware of what's been playing out, a surge of traffic, and big ripples in the traffic flow lead to this.
1: I know you don't speak for the Secret Service or anybody else except the WTOP Traffic Center. You're just the messenger here. Have you heard anyone ask and answer why the president doesn't fly to these events to spare All of us on the
3: road, the misery. I wish I had an answer to that. I mean, this has happened over the past few decades, presidential motorcades. And and motorcades, by the way, they're a fact of life in D.C. But when they go into the suburbs during rush hour, they have a big big impact. Uh, Did last time this happened, the last big impactful motorcade on the Beltway, uh, the Secret Service did put out a general statement and, quote, uh, they do not specifically discuss the means and methods used to conduct proactive operations in order to maintain operational security. That's basically a long-winded way of saying they're not going to tell us. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want people to know exactly where it's going for security reasons, obviously. We had a big mess,
1: similar mess in June, and then I guess what you'd call more of a blip, but still some delays in September. Where
3: mm-hmm. does this... What does tonight rank? I think this is a Category 3. Yeah. It could be worse. Uh, it was worse uh, earlier this year in June when uh, the Beltway was stopped for an hour and a half. And it's not about that necessarily. It's about the pressure that puts on the uh, incoming traffic flow. It can last for hours and hours and hours. and It could take that long to recover. We've
1: got to get to our current traffic report with Bob Imler. But in the seconds left, uh, is it just uh, the price you pay? Uh, we live in a robust politically fascinating area and is this just
3: a price that we pay for doing that motorcades are a common occurrence in dc and uh, sometimes you win sometimes you lose but uh, we all get home eventually all right we appreciate it we get home with
1: the uh, guidance of dave dildine who was kind enough to join us here now it's time for Bob Immler in the traffic center.
4: Haven't completely recovered from all of that either. Inner loop of the Beltway is still quite slow out of Tyson's getting up to the American Legion Bridge and off and on up to T-70. The heaviest, of course, getting to the bridge itself where the pace does pick up somewhat. And uh, outer loop of the Beltway has been quite slow getting past uh, Route 50 Arlington Boulevard with a crash now on the shoulder. Outer loop of the Beltway. Around Van Dorn Street, there's been a crash on the right side. That's out of the road. But after that and before Eisenhower Avenue in the right center lane is another crash. And then once you get beyond that, you still have some delays getting to the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. 395 northbound, it's jammed from the Beltway, getting up to Duke Street there, getting by single file to the right around a crash. 95 is doing all right as a 66, heavy as 66 traffic is eastbound through Falls Church, Montgomery and Prince George's Beltway clearing out nicely. Share the ride to work. Meter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now to Veronica
1: Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert, Chief
4: Meteorologist.
0: A chilly evening and cold overnight. This evening's temperatures lower 30s by morning, 20s in most neighborhoods. By Friday afternoon, under sunshine, about 55 to 57 degrees. What a fantastic Friday it's going to be. No issues whatsoever in 40s for Friday evening out. Saturday, mid-50s with some high clouds coming in for the afternoon. It will be mild on Sunday. However, with windswept rain coming through the area, we're already going with a storm alert as we could get more than an inch of rainfall. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Rockville 35, Ashburn 39,
1: District Heights 36. Some parts of the area could be below freezing to about 29 degrees overnight. And we are brought to you here on WTOP by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week top stories we're working on on WTOP. People in D.C. in leadership positions still shaking their heads about the perhaps likelihood or at least the possibility that the Caps and Wizards are headed across the river into Potomac Yard in Alexandria. The House kicked off its holiday recess tonight, while the Senate will return here to Washington next week as Congress faces a long to-do list that includes aid to Ukraine and Israel. Russian President Putin says there will be no peace until his goals are met in the war with Ukraine. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And coming up, local students may be able to sleep in a little longer. Stay with us for a story that you're hearing first on WTOP 722.
6: You're feeling pretty good. You just switched to Verizon 5G Home Internet. It's Verizon. Safe choice, right? Exactly. Maybe you won't mind waiting for everyone to log off so your network signal isn't congested.
1: Oh, I love practicing patience.
6: Maybe when your kids can't video chat grandma, they'll start writing her letters instead. Kim Kim would love that. It'll be great. And maybe the kids won't notice when you cut down their treehouse to get a better signal. Wait, trees block the 5G signal? <laughs> yep. It's time for better internet, fast, reliable internet. Switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G Facts. Now through March 20th, get internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for 12 months. You can save $480 over Verizon 5G Home Internet Plus in your first year. Go to Xfinity.com slash Verizon 5G Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular internet rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Compares Xfinity Connect More 200 megabits per second to Verizon 5G Home Plus plan regular rate.
4: This is WTOP News.
1: 723 middle schoolers in Fairfax County may soon be able to sleep in later. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP.
4: That's
5: because the school division is considering starting middle school classes at 8 a.m. or later. School board member Melanie Marin says parents and students have been asking to move away from the current 7.30 start time.
0: Overwhelmingly, when it comes to school start times, I hear about middle school start times the most.
5: She points to medical research suggesting middle schoolers should start the day later. Safety concerns for students waiting for the bus are also a factor.
0: It could be dangerous for our students to be out on sidewalks or you know, in some places where it's not as safe of a buffer from cars. A plan
5: for how the change will be made is expected to be shared with the school board next month. The goal is to make the switch for the 2025-26 school year.
6: This has been resoundingly well received.
5: Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
1: A lawsuit filed by a Virginia high school teacher who was fired after he refused to use a transgender student's pronouns has been brought back to work by the State Supreme Court. Again, we're talking about the Old Dominion here. Peter Vlaming was a French teacher at West Point High School east of Richmond when he was fired in 2018. He sued the school board and administrators. A judge dismissed the complaint, but the Supreme Court overturned that ruling today and said the lawsuit can move to trial. Vlaming said he could not use the students' pronouns because of his religious and philosophical beliefs that each person's sex is biologically fixed and cannot be changed. The school board argued that Vlaming violated The anti-discrimination policy. 724.
3: Here's your Jill on Money question of the day.
2: Ed from Florida asks, I'm retired in my 80s and my 401k plan has been losing value that I just can't afford to lose. Is it possible to move my 401k from one investment company to another that will do a better job managing my money? Ed, there's a lot of information I would love to have. I guess my main question is, how are you invested? If you're not invested properly, it's not going to matter where the money is held. It might not perform well wherever it is. But to answer your question, of course you can move the 401k into an IRA rollover at any of the big firms.
3: Good luck. Have a question? Go to JillOnMoney.com. Sports at 25 and
4: 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think Red.
1: 725. We've got to go to Steve Dresner. And Dimitri, good evening. We'll start with NHL action from South Philadelphia. Under 11 minutes to go in the first period. Caps and Flyers are currently scoreless. Charlie Lindgren in goal for the Caps currently 6-2-1 on the season. The reactions and opinions continue to pour in from yesterday's announcement by Ted Leonsis that he plans to move his teams to Alexandria by 2028. Earlier today spoke with Andrew Brandt. for Former Green Bay Packers executive and sports business analyst. And according to Andrew, hearing the district's offer of $500 million actually may be a good thing for Josh Harris's long term plans for a new football stadium here in D.C.
0: He's really down to two out of the three jurisdictions.